All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Let's roll. We live. Get on the grid. Sports grid. Pluto TV channel 517. Zumo 719. I'm Marenzi. We're in uh, Midtown Manhattan uh, this evening. Studio 34. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart uh, with us on this uh, Friday. Um, next uh, Friday will be our final uh, show before the uh, Super Bowl, but uh, we're going to jump in today. We're not holding back. I went over a bunch of facts uh, this morning on the show. I'll uh, go over some of them once again. Hopefully, Babano brings something uh, fresh uh, to the table besides a, a hot bowl of soup. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, crushing a ball right now himself, and I'm not talking about the purple kush. Uh, Cam, I heard you talking about uh, soup. Well, you're making your own yes. soup? Yeah, I make my own soup from scratch, Marenzi. Wow. I got, uh, yeah, I do. I, I do it my quite way. quite the I cook. Get the, yeah, chicken broth, a little bit of water, chop up some celery. I know you're not a big fan of carrots, but I put carrots in the soup, and I do it myself. Mm-hmm, delicious. Babano would approve, so. Uh, too bad he's not here to taste it. But, yeah, I like making the soup from scratch ever since I got this slow cooker. I've been uh, really a, a cooking machine, Gabe. It's great, too, because you can do stuff. I can do my updates or bet on horses. It's nice and slow, low and slow, baby. That's what gives it the flavor. Well, you couldn't cut it as a waiter uh, as a teenager, Cam, but I got to tell you. No. Like, uh, if things don't work out uh, here, or even, like, when you retire, yeah. like, you should open up, like, your own diner. Cam's. It's, like, a perfect name <laughs> for a diner. I could see he was like a short order cook type of guy. Like if you didn't make it in this industry, I could see he was a beaten down cook flipping people's like uh, flipping people's hey, like want, Western omelets. Yeah, yeah. You got hey Gabe, you got a Western with some hash. There you go, buddy. Yeah, I know you don't drink coffee. Uh, have a Pepsi. Yeah, no, I'm not. T- I used to work in many kitchens, so I have lots of lots of kitchen experience. Yes, I used to be a cook. So uh, yeah, maybe that's a second career choice. It's a very high stress uh, job, though, Gabe. It would beat me down pretty hard. Yeah, just like this one. <laughs> Can it be worse? Like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably not. No. All right. So, uh, Babano's going to step up and in. Uh, we've got so countdown to Super Bowl uh, is on. It is All Star Weekend uh, this weekend, in which uh, we've got the NHL All Star Game and the yeah. NFL Pro Bowl uh, going down and. You know, I've told the story many times uh, before, guys. In the old days, I used to really like uh, betting on the Pro Bowl. I was down uh, with the Pro Bowl, and I would bet big. There were years in which I'd bet bigger on the Pro Bowl than I actually did on the Super Bowl. I would bet the Pro Bowl so big. I'm talking like massive bets on the over of the Pro Bowl, and it was enjoyable. Like, the Pro Bowl used to be fun. They'd go to Hawaii. They'd run some flea flickers. It would be 52-45. Everybody would have a good time. And... um, and uh, everybody could cash uh, cash the tickets. You know, the side was always tough, but you just sort of jump in on the over. Goodell, like, hates fun, right? So he got all pissed off one year because guys, listen, they got a little carried away. They were doing, like, multiple, multiple like, reverses and, uh, and laterals on kickoffs and stuff. It was getting out of control. Running backs were throwing bombs. Except, you know what? They, the players in the NFL beat the crap out of each other all year. Exactly. They have no guaranteed contracts. Like, they have the least fun out of, like, any sport, uh, basically. 
And then even in the one game that everybody just wants to have fun, Goodell's like, oh, no, no, no. No, you got to take it more seriously. Now you get these, like, 26-7 snooze fests uh, in the Pro Bowl. Uh, we'll hit that up more. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Who you trying to get crazy with this, eh? Don't you know I'm loco? All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Get on the grid. A sports grid. I'm Maretzi. Throw it down with the Ranger Redhead. Cam Stewart. A countdown to the Super Bowl uh, is on, but we got a bunch of games uh, going on tonight. Uh, we've got a tennis tournament uh, that continues, and congratulations Ooh. are in order. Cam called it last night with Coco Goff. Uh, massive upset. Uh, congratulations, uh, Cam. I had my doubts. Uh, she's 15. She got smoked the last yeah. time uh, that they played, but um, a great call. She got it done last night. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, tennis went great last night, and uh, Risky came back and won, too. Your boy, Roe, the pick he gave me, that one really sucked. Uh, this guy lost 6-1, 6-1, 6-1. Like, it was an Did Rose pick lose 6-1, 6-1, 6-1? I followed. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought, you know what? Rose visiting Gabe base probably got some good vibes going, so I bet Rose guy? No, I'm not taking Rose tennis advice. We should have warned you, actually, <laughs> about that Roe uh, Ro asked me before oh. if I had any tennis picks. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, and he guy. told me, I don't know anything about tennis. <laughs> and then I actually told him, I said, you know what? I said, Cam actually hits a lot of tennis dogs. Um, he's coming on the show. We'll ask him. I said, you know, I got to get into this Australian Open. It just started, so I haven't missed the boat yet on this one. Um, so he ends up, he comes back, too. And, yeah, he put 100 bucks on it, too. He comes back. He goes, I just put 100 bucks on this. And I figured he kind of knew what he was doing as well, but I didn't realize his guy went down six one six one six one. Yeah, yeah, his guy got smoked, uh, Paul. Uh, but yeah, Coco Goff and Gabe. It's what we talk about, buddy. Um, the women's side is really changing. With the men, you know, it's Djokovic, Federer, Nadal. You know, Nishikori will get to the quarters. Like the men's side is pretty predictable a lot of the time. Now Sispides is there, but Raonic actually kind of kind of crazy. Gabe Milos Raonic has been very. Uh, you know, underwhelming in his career, but he pulled off a big upset beating Cispedes, the sixth seed there, the, the Greek sensation. So he's doing quite well. But I find in the women, upset galore. And Serena lost to the Chinese lady last night at about 8-1 to one or 9-1 to one too. So, um, yeah, the women's a uh, lot more upsets with the women than the men, for sure. That's where I like to attack. All right, so let's bring in Babano uh, right now. Babano, what's going on, Babano? Babano? Ah, Friday night, uh, quiet, quieter for me than normal. No hockey. I'm not used to it. Well, I know your Friday nights are usually just like, <laughs> this, yeah, they're wild. You live like a rapper. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> beer and soup, as you like to say, Gabe. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Like. down down to the local brewery, like for for a beer. You buy how many? How many you buy? Twelve, twenty-four. You go back home for the weekend and you watch hockey. It's like a real wild wild times battle. You act like you're Motley Crue or something. Like you're off the road now. <laughs> Oh, it was a wild tour, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm uh, just in recovery. You know, it was pretty hard out there with uh, with the Scorpions for a month. <laughs> Bano acts like he's playing hockey, Cam. Like he's like he's getting a rest or something. Yeah, but Bano's great. Yeah, we're gonna. It's a I don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah. Uh, you're the best, yeah, Bano. I like. I see Bano like posts like your Twitter account's the best. Um, you see, uh, Cam, like Bano will post at the end of the day. Well, that wraps up a long, long, hard day of uh, of uh, videos and stuff. I'm thinking he did like you know four four pick videos and stuff, but he does have the ice guys uh, going on. But uh, thanks, uh, thanks for joining us, Abbott. So, are you betting on the Australian Open at all? Uh, not well. I don't. I don't handicap it. But uh, if someone I know is good at tennis and gives me a good opinion on the uh, on the tournament, I'll definitely look into it. I haven't done much with it lately. Uh, that's uh, Cam. That's where you got to come in and help me out with tennis yeah. if I'm going to get involved with that. What do you got? Well, I took Coco. I, I, I game. I'm worried about riding Coco again. Like, is she going to be all fired up after uh, the win? Right? Because she was like going, like she started acting like a kid and was all excited. Gee golly! Like last year, I lost in the juniors, and now I'm like, you know, I beat uh, Naomi Osaka. But uh, she's a dog in her next match. I got to keep on riding it because she's like plus 120 in her next match. So if she can beat. Naomi Osaka, she could beat the next girl on the list. But, yeah, watch out for uh, Burton's is a, a, a good pick, too, uh, Babano. And uh, Pliskova is playing quite well at this point right now. But, yeah, maybe I'll uh, send you a text or something like that. I don't know. He I'm can't, really he can't force it. He's got to feel it. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Gabe. You're you're absolutely right. Like last night I actually like felt it. You throw it at me and it worked. And my college basketball didn't go very well. What the hell happened to Pacific? Those guys, BYU Gabe went on a 22-0 run. We were doing the show last night going, what the hell? And then uh, Oregon State really crapped the bed. That was a bad pick by me. But uh, And Oregon, uh, uh, sorry, USC almost pissed it away in overtime. And what did I Thank tell God you, Cam, before unless I cashed that yeah. USC game? What did I say, though, hell. before the game? You said it was going to overtime. What did I say, lose. Cam? I said, you know what? I like USC. Babano, I said this on the air, and I ended up cashing it, too. But... Yeah. You guys, oh, USC, USC. I said, guys, I have a weird feeling, man. It'll go to, like, overtime or something, and they'll lose by 10. And when I saw they went to overtime, Cam, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, and I then know. when I saw, I'm like, it kept going higher and higher. They got outscored 12-3. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is going to be, like, one for the ages. And uh, fortunately, they lost by nine. Uh, they were getting nine eight. and a half. If exactly. not for USC getting the offensive rebound off the two missed free throws with like eight seconds to go and then getting fouled again and getting two more opportunities to hit free throws, which are the two they finally made to get the deficit to nine, they wouldn't have covered. They would have blown it. So thank goodness they got a second crack at the free throw line with, what, eight seconds left or else they would have blown the cover. It's amazing, man, how these teams yeah, can fall apart in college basketball. You're so right, Gabe. College is crazy. Like, look at Wazoo, right? They were playing Colorado. They were beating them. And then Colorado yeah. went on something twenty-seven to three run, right? So they end up don't covering. So be very careful with the college stuff. And UConn almost beat Houston. That game was crazy down the stretch. So you said it, buddy, man. Like this stuff is never over till it's over. It, it really sucks right now, guys, to be Dan Hurley with that UConn team. It's just been one tough, close, brutal loss after another. They were right there with Wichita in overtime. They lose. They were right down to the wire with Villanova. 
last weekend they lose and then last night against Houston they're leading most of the game and they find a way to lose so they've had some really tough losses interesting to see if they pick themselves up off the map for the next one this has been a tough run for them yeah but you know what it's toughening them up it's actually all right but battle they're building a program again there were low yeah. expectations for UConn. No one, you know what I mean? No one was expecting yep. anything from them. Like, look, they're much better than people think they are. Like you said, they're sure. a covering machine, man. Like, they're freaking scrappy, this team. They don't quit. They're well coached. Um, the talent will come back. Um, you know, UConn is, uh, is you know, on the East Coast, is a well-respected program uh, with a nice NBA pedigree, uh, actually. So, there's no reason why UConn, UConn can't be successful again, but they're a good bet. Um, so looking, I was going to get into the NHL stuff um, and the Pro Bowl, but as long as we're talking college basketball uh, right now, uh, we'll keep it on the on the subject. I looked at I look at the NBA tonight. Actually, Friday nights are kind of weird in college basketball, but now you got some Big Ten games on the board. Of course, Friday night is always Ivy League, and you got some Big East. You got some Horizon. There's a little bit of something for everybody uh, tonight. Actually. Speaking of the Horizon League, guys, this is one game that I've isolated for this evening, actually. Northern Kentucky at Wright State. Wright State. And don't look now, Cab, but the Raiders are 17-4, and 11-3 on their home court. Uh, Northern Kentucky, 14-6. and six. I don't know if Wright State's getting enough respect. Um, you know, you look at Wright State, and they're just, they're, they're a scoring machine. Very, very consistent, Babano offensively. Uh, Wright State, 90 points, 82 points, 96 yep. points. Uh, at Detroit, 70-69, all right? They only scored 70, but they won the game. Uh, 84 points. Uh, you know, they lost 76-72 at Illinois-Chicago. They went back home 75. Uh, the other night against Youngstown, 79. In today's day and age, guys, you see a lot of teams are uh, having a hard time scoring. You score 75 points uh, every game, you're going to win basketball games. And... Northern Kentucky can score as well. Um, their games have been going under the number a bit, but they can still put points up on the board. They scored 75 in their last game. They scored 88 against uh, a Youngstown. Uh, Indiana-Purdue, they hung 96 on. I look at the total of this game, guys. I'm going with the under, uh, the the over, over. over in this game. And I'm seriously considering laying the points with Wright State as well because they've been not good. We'll get uh, their thoughts on the other side. Gotta love what Dayton's doing. The city of Dayton. The Flyers are in the top ten and Wright State's kicking ass. Basketball in Dayton, Ohio on the rise. Game time decisions on the rise as well. Get on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. DFS season, then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best fantasy daily sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combos, and build stacks for tournaments at the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you're playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you're doing it wrong. 
Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's the promo code ACTION for a special 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Now back to host Gabe Morenzi with our guest, Babano. Uh, thank you very much, the Raging Redhead, Cam uh, Stewart. All right, Babano uh, is with us uh, right now. I just heard our uh, promo from the show, I believe it was yesterday, talking about Mr. Peanut. I didn't get your take on that, like Cam. Mr. Peanut bit the dust. I don't know if you saw the commercial, but he's dead. Really? So you're is are you saying Wesley Snipes is the new Mr. Peanut or uh, I, I don't like that. I don't like the fact that Mr. Peanut said uh, dead. He was a great, as you said in the uh, promo, an institution with the monocle. Like I think of Mr. Peanut a long time ago. My when I was a kid, my first putter was a peanut butter. Like Mr. Peanut. I don't know what the hell's going on there, Gabe. But uh, I don't know why they killed Mr. Peanut off. He was a great corporate uh, mascot. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a dream sequence. You know, oh, he's going to come yeah. back because it was pretty crazy. Like, I just don't understand any of the concept of it at all. Like, I don't understand why is Mr. Peanut hanging around with Wesley Snipes? True. Like, what, Wesley Snipes isn't even, like, trendy or anything. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, why is Wesley Snipes in a Mr. Peanut commercial? And why would Mr. Peanut sacrifice his life to save Wesley Snipes? Excellent I, point. I don't get it. And and I don't also don't get, like uh, like you stated, he's an institution. Uh, our, our, our boy, uh, old man in Boston, very sharp guy, raised a very good point. He's like, um, besides Mr. Peanut and the Monopoly man, does anybody have a monocle anymore? No. It's, <laughs> excellent point. It's like Who the death one? of the monocle. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, good call on the Monopoly guy, too. Yeah, they're the only two. I'm trying to think. Older corporations, nope. That's the only two I can think off the top of my head, too. Yeah, it's a very disturbing ad, too. Like, he's hanging from, like, a branch, and he lets himself go. <laughs> he it's plummets. Cool. He plummets, and it's like, and then he explodes. It's like, and then they show him, like, I don't know, like, they were intent on killing him off, um, yet um, they'll bring him back. I got to believe it's, a, so. it's just a dream, a dream sequence. But like I stated at first, I was a little bit put off. I'm thinking, what are you guys going to do? You're going to bash Tony the Tigers ahead with a baseball bat? This is the, some of the ridi- most ridiculous stuff I've heard of. I mean, Mr. Peanut, synonymous with planters. <laughs> we're going to get rid of him after, what, 100 years? And we're going to do it in a masochistic, just brutal fashion? I mean, we, we're talking some sick, demented people that are coming up with stuff like this. It's yeah. kind of weird, too, because planters has exploded with uh, the new peanut butter. It used to be just peanuts, Gabe, but they have a peanut butter that came out. They're like kind of getting into more uh, products too, not just salted nuts, right? So hard, hard to make, hard to make a living just on. selling nuts. No, no. <laughs> I got I got to bust out the old Jim Morris <laughs> senior press conference. These are sick people, sick in the head, mentally <laughs> sick. I remember that when they were booing the quarterback in the Superdome. Long yeah, long but long. I'll be honest with you. I heard this too. I was like, what the hell do you mean they killed him? And uh, I was put off too. But once you see the commercial, it is kind of lighthearted. And, and, you know, it is comedic. And like I said, you know, they're going to, uh, they're going to bring them back. They're not killing off, you know, it's just, uh, it's part of a campaign. Look, they got people talking about it. It actually worked because I actually thought after I saw it, I was like, you know what? I haven't had any uh, peanuts or cashews in a little while. So uh, they got me thinking about uh, eating some nuts, Cam. Great snack. No, I, I always keep a can of nuts around in the house, Gabe, you know, because uh, I'm a bigger man and, 
you know, without chips. Very high in calories, but at least nuts have some of the proteins and things that you need and great with beer. And you know me, I like to throw back a few cold ones. So you're right. Cashews, a winning nut. I, I'm a big fan of the cashew. Uh, cashew is by far the superior nut. Oh, it's a money nut. Yeah, it's a money nut for sure. It's like top of the food chain for nuts. Yeah, I'm a fan yeah. of uh, cashews. Almonds are good for you too. Uh, like almonds, I'm sure yeah. Yang Yang's uh, a new age uh, diet type of guy. Uh, I'm sure yeah, Yang uh, likes milk. to chew on nuts. <laughs> yeah, he likes almond milk. Hey, I do, but uh, walnuts are like the best for you, buddy. You just can't eat all kinds of nuts, man. Peanuts uh, depends. Cashews really no beneficial health benefit. I mean, no uh, health benefits. Yeah, there is none. But what, yeah, I mean, like, you walnuts. Know? Well, there's a lot of protein in, in cashews. Man, you got to get some uh, some walnuts, man. That's the best thing. you Ah, nah, cashews are nice and greasy, walnuts like you said. Well, Listen to yeah, Yang, raining on the party. Yeah, walnuts are a Christmas nut. A walnut and green bean sandwich, buddy. Sounds good to me. Nobody eats walnuts. Walnuts are like for like 10-year-old kids yeah. to throw at people or for like Antonio Brown. Actually, they're, they're the healthier nut. Of uh, all the nuts out there, the walnut is the better one. You ever been hit on a walnut? I have. Oh, yeah, walnuts hurt. And I'll tell you, they're very. Uh, gre- uh, they're also very, they taste like candle wax. They got a little bit too much of a film on them. Right, Gabe? You know the taste of a walnut? Gary? It's not like a cashew or an almond. It's uh, greasy, but not in a good grease. Right, so it uh, tastes like wax. I'm looking at, uh, just by chance, I, I said Babano's Twitter's the best. I didn't even, like, go to your Twitter, and by chance, you're just, I see you here. Babano, yeah. I will be handicapping XFL football with kick off, kicks off February 8th and have a subscription <laughs> option available for the XFL. $50 monthly, $150 for the full season Ooh. So what are we getting, Babano, for this XFL? Are you prepared? You're ready to go? Like, uh, is you, 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 you're capping these, uh, these, you're breaking down these teams already? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. We've been reading training camp reports. They've been doing training camps the last uh, week or two in the XFL. We're getting a read on uh, what these teams are going to be uh, doing. Uh, have an idea, you know. We're, we had no, remember a lot of the players from college football days uh, on a lot of these teams. So you know, just gradually putting some things together, some ideas together. Of course, it's difficult to say what you're going to be pulling the trigger on when you don't have lines yet for week one, which is still a couple weeks away. But you know, I think I'm ready to go. I know I did all right with the Alliance until, unfortunately, they folded. I was pissed off when the uh, Alliance stopped because I was doing okay from a betting standpoint with it. So hopefully, it's more of the same with this. I think the XFL is going to at least last the season. And Vince McMahon's pouring millions yes. into this. Uh, even if they're yeah. going to end up struggling out of the gate, he's not going to give up on it or pull the plug early. He's going to f- f- he's going to fund it with as much money as he can, even if it does struggle uh, early. And I think he's in a better spot. Like he's nailed down TV deals with ABC, Fox, ESPN to maybe hit the ground running. And I like that the rules are going to be a lot different from what you see in the NFL. They're emphasizing stuff that have ticked people off in the NFL. Slow pace, you know, a lot of commercials. They're eliminating all of that nonsense not many commercials faster pace game that's the stuff they need to be focusing on because they want to be an alternative and they should be an alternative to what the nfl does yeah you know the the all those rules should be interesting we'll see from a betting perspective they're they're complicated there's a lot of them and you know the one point the two point the three point and all that type of stuff with the conversions there'll be no key numbers it'll be interesting to see how the odds makers uh, approach this early and, you know, what, what the numbers are uh, for this. You know, once the Super Bowl's over, we'll dive in. We look forward to it. I, who knows? I, I could go. I might go to the uh, New York Guardians uh, home opener. Um, it's, I believe it's the Sunday after the Super Bowl over at MetLife uh, Stadium. Uh, be part of history, the return of the XFL. 
Um, all right, so let's get in. Uh, let's get back to uh, tonight's college basketball. I was bringing it up. So yeah, Wright State. Yeah. This is a fun game in a Horizon League uh, here tonight. Wright State, seventeen and four, a robust seventeen and four on the season. Just nine nine and one against the spread. Northern Kentucky have actually been covering machines this year at twelve and six uh, ATS. We were talking about how good the Raiders' um, offense has been, and Wright State's been very good to the over twelve and seven to the over. Um, Northern Kentucky just seven and eleven. Uh, seven and eleven uh, with their their over, so they've gone uh, under eleven times. Yet they still can put points uh, up on the board. I expect Wright State to impose their will, at least their tempo uh, tonight on their home court. Uh, they're smoking hot right now, Wright State. I'm you know, like I said, guys, I'm looking at laying the points of Babano, but I will be betting the over this game, and I do think Wright State's going to get it done on their home court tonight. Yeah, I like I like Wright State. I lean over as well. Uh, Northern Kentucky is like five and zero straight up ATS run coming into this game, but this is probably going to be a difficult opponent. What I like is that uh, Wright State's a much better rebounding team than Northern Kentucky, and that could be an issue uh, because if you're going to get Wright State's going to win the battle on the boards and get those second third chances, there's a huge discrepancy in rebounding differential and margin with these two teams. That could be a little bit of an edge here to Wright State. They've been good at home, very good home record, only laying four. Uh, that's probably the way I'd go. By the way. I've got the uh, Bucks-Hornets game on in the background here. Just ended 116-103 Milwaukee with the win. So Charlotte barely covers, and the game barely stays under the total. I think it was 219 and a half. stayed under by a half point. Sam Mitchell gets around, by the way. He's on the NBA TV here. He was with Rod and Leo on TSN the other night. He's doing a lot of gigs that, these days. Yeah, Charlotte gets the cover. I thought the number was a little bit too high on a neutral court in a neutral country, actually, playing in France uh, today, yes. the game in, uh, in Paris. So, as I stated, we got a little bit of something for everybody here. You got Kent State at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo lay three and a half. Uh, both teams playing well this year, actually. Both teams are 13 and six in this basketball game. Buffalo, nine and three on their home court. They're seven and three in their last uh, 10 basketball games. Uh, of course, uh, it's Friday night. So, giggle away, boys. Canisius. Damn. <laughs> Canisius <laughs> against. Uh, Sports Grid University's Iona Gales. Uh, do we have is the Iona crew in the house yet in the pit, Yang? Yeah, where, where's Iona? Go, Kev. The Walsh man. Uh, the, Rochelle. Rochelle, New York. We go give Iona, a look. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, like um, like half half of our network went to uh, tie, to Iona. <laughs> Kevin Walsh uh, being uh, being one of them. Fazano. Uh, wow. Yeah, there's there's more actually. There there's more. So Iona, three point favorites. The problem is, Cam, Iona blow this year. I actually I like the Brian Blessing special in a couple of these games, actually. Niagara plus the points against Monmouth, because they're surging right now. They've won and covered three straight. They've I think they beat the heck out of Monmouth last year when they met uh, in this building. So uh, I think Niagara can probably hang within eight. I like Canisius plus three. They shoot the three. Iona struggles uh, to defend the three. Iona's just struggling all around, and their offense is nowhere near as good as it's been in years past. This is Tim Clue's worst Iona team in years. I think Canisius has got a shot in that game. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll get Babano's best bet, college basketball. Take a look at the NBA. There are NHL All-Star Game numbers posted right now. Team Metropolitan, Team Atlantic. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Uh, game time decisions continues. Get on the grid. We're kicking it here at Studio 34 uh, today. Babano uh, with uh, sorry, Babano. Uh, let's get into the NBA after. Anything, what do you what do you like in college basketball uh, tonight? You said you you like Canisius uh, this evening. That's the uh, that's what you want to give us uh, tonight. Canisius uh, as the play. Yeah, a small on Niagara. I like Canisius a bit more. I also really like St. Pete's uh, getting six against Ryder. They're ten and one against the spread. The last eleven is a road underdog. This has been St. Peter's role. I mean, they're uh, they're tough to watch offensively, but they're defensively they're very good. They rebound very well. They're rarely blown out. They're usually in games. Ryder was expected to be pretty good in this Metro Atlantic this year, and they're sputtering big time going into this game. They're one in five their last six games. That's straight up. And now they're laying six against a team that all they've done, St. Pete, is cover as a dog. They're probably going to do so again. I think getting the six with St. Peter's is good. Buffalo Kent's a good game. I mean, Kent is a pretty good team, but they're kind of struggling right now. Buffalo, with even with Jim Weitzel as the coach now, uh, after Nate Oates went to Alabama, and how good is Nate Oates doing at Alabama? That team's improved significantly. He's doing a great job there. I think Buffalo I would lean. And one more, Butler laying the six against Marquette. I know B- Butler uh, uh, did us wrong the other night, Gabe, with uh, Villanova. We were both on Butler in that game, but they're at home. They're de- they, they need a win badly, and I don't trust Marquette on the road. Marquette's very, very shaky sometimes on the road. Could be walking into a uh, very angry Butler team, so I would lay it with Butler. All right, uh, Babano. Um, good stuff. <laughs> a lot of games. Uh, Babano kills me. We ask him, so what's your best bet? He starts talking about Nate Oates doing a great job somewhere else. I'm like, <laughs> he likes a lot of games. Uh, he can't help himself. It's just like, uh, <laughs> you, just, you, you can't. Like, it's not that we, you, nothing you can do. Um, all right. Analysis by analysis, yeah. Um, well, yeah, all right. So, um, NBA. Uh, tonight, NBA basketball. It was disappointing, actually, and you know, we'll get the uh, we'll get the Daily Roto uh, alerts going here. I wanted to take the Miami Heat tonight. Um, the The LA Clippers road trip continues. They blew the big lead the other night, uh, of course, uh, against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, tonight, you know they're 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 taking on a Miami Heat team. It's twenty and one on their home court, guys. The Miami Heat have only lost once all year on this nope. court. That was actually to the no L.A. Respect. Lakers. No um, respect. Now, nah, they don't get a ton of respect, but the thing is, it's Jimmy Butler. They're just not as good. Like, you know, Jimmy Butler's that good uh, for them, and I get it. Listen, Paul George isn't going to be playing. Kawhi Leonard is. Now, Patrick Beverly is also out uh, for the L.A. Clippers, and Beverly being out is a, is a problem for them. He's a very good player, too. So, you know, the Clippers are very beat up tonight. I think the Clippers are vulnerable during this road trip right now. And I don't buy in. We're not buying into all that other stuff about how the Clipper players are unhappy because of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and all this other crap. But in fact, as a betting man, I'll nearly guarantee it and I'd bet on it. 
that the Lakers are the ones that came up with that story. The Athletic has been attacking the Clippers all year, man. All right? Like, LeBron James went after Kawhi with that load management stuff. Then, like, two days before Christmas in a Christmas Day game, it, it was all leaked out. Everything about, like, Uncle Dennis and what he wanted from the Lakers. You think Kawhi and Uncle <laughs> yeah. Dennis leaked that or the Lakers leaked that? Right? We'll go on. Look, Kawhi Leonard played with LeBron and strung him out. And basically, all the while, kind of knowing he was going to sign with the Clippers, and we brought it up at the time, Cam. It was pretty cold and shrewd of Kawhi. And I think yep. LeBron thinks the same thing, that this guy froze us out, put together his team, and then so we would miss out on people. Like, basically, like, Kawhi screwed, like, LeBron over. Like, he played him along about, yeah, you know, we'll see, and yeah, you know, and all that other stuff. But really, he was never doing it. He was just, like, screwing around with everybody. And I think LeBron's pissed, and the Lakers are pissed. So they do whatever they can to cause turmoil. And they're yep. the ones that keep leaking this stuff because it's always the athletic, too. There's, like, a common pattern here. It's a lot like politics, Cam. I can see through this crap pretty easily. And also, Clipper players immediately yesterday, if it was, like, ridiculously stupid, they wouldn't say anything. Like, um, like if it was true, you know, that it would be cause tension and stuff. They get defensive about it. But it is stupid. So, like, a couple of them went on Twitter right away, and they said, this is stupid. Like, you know, fake news, not true. You know, Harold said, yeah, we're struggling as a team to gel because we're always hurt. But there was nothing about, oh, they're jealous of Kawhi Leonard. It's stupid crap the Lakers planted, Cam. I guarantee it. Another thing, too, didn't uh, when, when Kawhi Leonard and Paul George uh, met and, like, had this conversation, wasn't it at LeBron's party? Like, weren't they all getting together or whatever, or the, the initial yeah. time that they got together? So he probably holds that against, too. It's kind of like, hey, man, you know, I'm doing this and this, and he thought he had a plan. But these guys, meanwhile, put another one together. I agree uh, with that. I think, obviously, and LeBron should just uh, quiet down because we've talked about this before. He is the instigator of load management. He used to miss games all the time for him to take a shot at Kawhi Leonard for load manager. That's the pot calling the kettle. He started this whole damn thing. So all right, so up. Andre Drummond is out tonight. Bruce Brown is out tonight. Bogdan Bogdanovich will start over Buddy Heald uh, this evening. Looks like there's going to be a lot of activity in the NBA tonight. But what are you looking at tonight in the NBA, Babano? Boston's beat up. I don't know if I want to lay uh, one and a half with Orlando, though. Uh, probably Magic might win that, but I don't know if I trust them laying points. I like the over in the Memphis-Detroit game. Uh, that That's a high total in that game. Right, so but, uh, Detroit's... <laughs> Yeah, once again, Babano, we asked Babano a game when he brings up a game that I don't want to bet that game, though. Then why'd you bring it up, Babano, that game? Yeah, that's because it's confounding me, that game. Because just don't bring it up, then. <laughs> well, we'll bring up Memphis-Detroit because I am on the over in that game at 231.5. I think that's going to be high scoring. We know Memphis has been good offensively of late. Detroit's playing a little bit faster since they've made their little lineup adjustment. How about our Raptors? Uh against the Knicks. I think you can lay seven and a half with Toronto, the way it's going with New York. I like their team total as well. Team totals 112 and a half. I think they've scored 120s or higher every game recently head-to-head -head against the New York Knicks. Why is that all of a sudden going to change tonight? No defense being played by this New York team. So I think you can lay the points with the Raptors and also their team total is probably going to go over that 112 and a half. They've just put a huge number on the Knicks every time they play them. Yeah, I'm a moron because I was looking forward to going to this game uh, tonight. And it kind of stuck up on me. I forgot about it. 
Got a lot of stuff going on here, Cam. You I know thought what I mean? you would be there. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I thought I would be as well, uh, Babano. But, um, you know, we're on all the time. Like, we're beating down. There's you know, a lot of Super Bowl work going on. And... Um, the Raptors will be back. I'll go. Uh, I'll go later in the spring. I'm gonna. I'll see them during their playoff run and stuff as well. Um, you know, we got big, big shows uh, tonight. Super Bowl uh, breakdowns. I got to stay crisp and uh, and on point uh, here. But honestly, I would have gone. Like it's just sort of. I was like, oh god. I was like this morning. I looked at the board. I'm like, son of a bitch. I should have planned this uh, better out tonight. Uh, but I don't know though. You know, the Knicks. The Knicks got up for that Laker game the other night, and they covered the number. I can tell you one thing, too. The Raptors aren't, like, covering machines in spots like this. I saw the Raptors, and it was right around this time of the year last year, actually, and it was on a Saturday night, and the Raptors were very, very disinterested. Like, they, like the Knicks lulled them into their world cam. You know what I mean? Like, the Raptors struggled, and Kawhi played. It was like a freaking battle. Like, the Raptors won by six, and it was the same thing. They were laying, like, nine, nine and a half. They won by five or six. In typical fashion, like last year, the Raptors won but didn't cover like they did all the time. But um, it's a little bit dangerous. Like, you know, we'll, we'll see. Like, the fired upness. Uh, I've seen a bunch of Raptor fans on the street uh, out there, so... The Raptors will have a presence there. It's a tough game, that game. I think the Raptors will win the game outright, but I'm not in a hurry to lay the eight and a half. That's why I kind of like the team total, too, because this could be maybe they don't cover, but I could still see them scoring 113. It was 126 to 98 the last time Toronto played New York. And they've. you look back at every recent Raptor-Nick game, it's 120 and more uh, in terms of points for the Raptors. So maybe the team total safer if you don't trust them to actually lay the point because their defense might be maybe when you're sleepwalking and you're not focused, it shows up defensively. So maybe that does happen for the Raptors because that was a big win for them the other night against the Sixers. You know, that's always a big game when they're playing a team. Obviously, they played in the postseason last year. The Raptors, yeah, it's an even eight right now. Minus 390. Yeah. Minus 390 on the money line. What do you think of the game, Cam? I don't like the smell of it. Uh, there's something that tells me, uh, you know, the Raptors, they should be able to cover in this game, open up. A t- I saw seven and a half to, to eight. I'd be very, very careful. This is a game. It's what you talk about, Gabe. The Raptors could squeak out a win and they know they could beat the Knicks. The question is, are they going to cover the spread? And I, I don't want to lay eight points. I think I'm going to stay away from this game. Big game tonight in the NBA. Of course, it's um, Zion 2.0. Now, Zion Williamson's yeah. second game uh, in the NBA this evening. And not just Zion Williamson, but... The fact, listen, the Pelicans have been one of the hottest teams in the National Basketball Association. They did not cover the other night. The game squeezed over the number again, though. And, you know, the Pelicans, it's like 12-1 and to the over in their last 13 games. There was one game that stayed under last week. And as far as covering spreads are concerned, they're 12-2-1 now. Uh, they were 12-1-1 in the last 14, but they didn't cover the other night against San Antonio. Now they're back at it. Zion Williamson's um, point total the other night was 14-and-a-half, and he only had five freaking points going into the fourth quarter. And I thought, oh, boy, what a great pick. Now he scored 17 points uh, after. Cam, once again right now, I see his prop is 14-and-a-half. Interesting. I'm going to have to bet the over since, you know what I mean, he's only going to score. Kid scored 22 points in like 17 minutes what, the other night. What I would do with that yeah. prop is what we talked about before. Look at the rebounds, the combined prop, Gabe, because even in the limited time, he still did quite well with that with that area too. But you said it, man. 
this guy was this it was going nut under, and then he he had a three minute spree where he went bananas. So I guess you got to take it. But who who knows what's going to happen in this game, right? Like how long is he going to play yeah. for? But I would lean over. Not I, I would money, be more though. interested. I would be more interested in as Cam, Cam made a good point there. I'd be more interested in Zion's points and rebounds prop over than just points. Because let's be honest, a lot of that damage he did the other night was from three point range. Okay, he's not going to be a big time perimeter shooter consistently like that. I mean, that was just one of those nights that he he got in a little bit of a role from the three point range. A lot of his damage is going to be inside. He's going to be a big force rebounding. I don't think he's going to have that three point outburst that he did the other night. And he's going to be a great player, I know. But uh, there, uh, people are, I think, getting a little carried away. With the hype train, the anticipation of this guy finally making his NBA debut because it's been all New Orleans money, and I think there's going to be a point where I'm kind of interested in Denver plus the points if it keeps climbing. I, I mean, I don't don't know if I what where did it get them the other night? They still lost the game in the end, uh, even though they, uh, Zion had his big debut. So I wouldn't want to lay points with the Pelicans here. It's a short price. The one thing with Denver, you got to give them credit, even though they're beat up, they got smoked the other night against Houston, but they've been pretty competitive. I like what the coach said too. He's smart. We had uh, we had like a motivation. Um, we had like a um, a sports motivator guy, Russell Wilson's guy, Cam actually in studio nice. the other day. And he was talking about positivity with coaches, and not like la 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 positivity, but basically yeah. reducing negatives. And uh, it's interesting because I I just read Malone, the coach of the Denver Nuggets. They, you know, he was talking about getting blown out the other night, and he really didn't seem to care. He goes, yeah, it doesn't matter. We're not going to let it affect our positivity that we've got going on here. And he said, yeah. we all know what it is. You know, we're just we're just playing through these injuries right now. So Denver have a good mindset. They're showing up. They try. They don't panic if they lose. It is what it is to them. The Pelicans have been smoking hot. I do think Zion's going to get his first win tonight. Uh, this kid is, you know, he's focused. I like that he's got his eyes on the prize. He said, hey, it was fun the other night. But we didn't win. He goes, we got to get wins to make this even funner. So I, I do think they're going to win this game tonight. Pelicans have been one of the toughest outs in the NBA over the last three weeks. All right, hang in here, but battle. We'll get the battle's quick take um, on the NHL All-Star game. Stupid format. <laughs> Real stupid. stupid. <laughs> get on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, game time decisions continues. Cam, one of the more classic moments on the show is when you had a KFC moment and uh, you were wondering when the break was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is what we uh, ate, Cam. We crushed a couple of, uh, I don't know, the double crunch dollar Taco Bell burritos or whatever. Oh, boy. Yeah, and we ate like three of them like 10 minutes before the show started, man. We're about an hour into the show right now. Uh-oh. Gurgles. So, so in other words here, we're going to do a little line yeah. shift. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> Babano, NHL All-Star game. <laughs>
Yeah, NHL All-Star Game. By the way, if you're the Leafs, are you fretting that Freddie Anderson is in this All-Star Game? Because he's already struggled. He's had a terrible defense in front of him. And now just to get his spirits and his confidence back, you're going to let him be in an All-Star Game with three-on-0s and three-on-1s against him and some of the best shooters in the world. That'll get his confidence back. Uh, it's good for him. It's the opposite. He's been so bad. He needs. It doesn't matter. All the goalies let stuff in. He'll feel better about himself. But battle. Trust me, it's not bad. Yeah. It'll, it'll be all right. Well, hopefully. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. Of course, Austin Matthews at, uh, deciding not to go uh, for the Leafs. Rest up that thumb. Get it ready for Nashville. That Leaf team certainly needs to go on a run. As far, far as the All-Star game goes, um, there's a strategy I've been using the last few years with the totals in these three-on-three tournament games tomorrow night. I like to look at the over in the first two games, the semifinals. You'll have the Pacific against the Central in one. You'll have the Metro against the Atlantic in the other. I think you get higher scoring games in those first two. And then the Two winners will play in the final three-on-three game, and that's usually when I'll turn around and bet the under uh, in the final because the money's on the line, $1 million split amongst the players on the winning team, uh, and I find they actually do try to play a little bit better defense you know, in that final and at least try to help the goalies out because the money's on the line and everybody wants a piece of that cash at the end of the night. So I know I'll be looking over the total in the first two games, and then I'll be betting the under in the final, regardless of who's in it. I find that strategy has worked the last few years, and I'll probably do it again this year. I like that strategy too. And if you can find it uh, in the in the skating competition, Speed Babano, I like Eichel. Think about it. McDavid won before, but he might have to protect that knee. If you can find Eichel on your book, I think it's a good bet. And I'll be talking to you, Babano, Saturday night in Game Live. We'll be going through all this stuff. You're on with me, buddy. Have a good one. Have a great weekend. Yes, tomorrow night in Game Live. I'll be there. See ya. You got.